Hello and welcome to These Three Things, episode four, a podcast where three people share three things. I'm Chris. I'm Jeff. And I'm Casey. And welcome. Uh, we appreciate uh, all of the listens and subscriptions uh, for These Three Things, the podcast where three people sit down at a table, we've each brought a thing for each person to try, and we talk about it. And that's it. It's pretty simple. Uh, you may be following us based on This Fantasy Life a podcast that John, uh, my friend, and I started about our fantasy football league and others in the Columbus, Ohio areas. If you're here for this fantasy life, welcome. Um, if you're here for these three things, uh, you can contact it. Contact us at threethingspodcast at gmail.com. We are also being as interactive and hip as we can uh, on the gram, the IG, the Instagram, as the kids call it. Um, you can find us on there at three things podcast as well. Every single episode we, uh, post videos or, um, uh, links or comments or photos of the things we've been trying. Um, so you can find everything on at three things podcast on Instagram, uh, email us, follow us and like us. Um, we're trying to get a, uh, a very diverse and varied group of people on the podcast, rotating cast every single week. And that brings us to our first outside guest. Uh, Jeff, this is your first time on these three things. Welcome. Yeah, I, I am so excited. I've been a big fan of you guys since you started, and I really appreciate <laughs> three episodes. Uh, ago. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've listened to all three. Man. So yeah, so, you are my grass grass mowing first choice. Yeah, you're a hundred percent. You be that person in like five years that was like. I, I knew them. them. Like all those Stone Temple, or no, uh, Stone 21 Temple Pilots. Um, yeah. But also Stone, Stone Temple, Temple Pilots, Pilots fans who are incorrigible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. exactly. You know how they are. Casey, how you doing? Not too bad. Sweet. Um, it's been a couple weeks. Uh, I think we're going to be maybe a, uh, a three-week gap between the last episode and this. We said this is going to be kind of a fluid uh, schedule. Whenever we can get people on, we're going to get people on, hopefully within two or three weeks. Uh, but really, for those of you who have been just dying and sitting on the edge of your seats waiting for an episode of these three things, uh, we're, we're happy to be back with you now. I'm sorry for the delay. Um, all right, so we have three things to talk about um, on this episode. We're going to talk about essential oils. We're going to talk about doing push-ups, and we're going to talk about making a summer playlist, and that's it. Um, all right, so I think we're going to throw you into the water pretty hot here, Jeff. I think you're going to go first. Great. Uh, so what is the so, thing that you brought? So, uh, well, I brought uh, essential oils, so it's a busy time of year, May, for, for a lot of us, so I thought maybe... Let's try something that uh, my wife had suggested. I was feeling a little unmotivated, a little hard to go to work these past few weeks. And uh, she suggested the oils. Uh-huh. So uh, she does uh, orders from doTERRA. So, so, Jeff, before you go into the oils, I just realized that people on the podcast might not know who you are. So which like, which so, I find hard to believe. Yeah. But, <laughs> With our uh, huge listener base. Uh, I'm so Jeff. Tell, tell us a a little bit about yourself before you talk about your thing. Sure. Uh, I am Jeff. I am. Uh, you are I Jeff. Am, I am Jeff. You are I am. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I, I should grouped. like give my sign. Uh, I like long walks on the beach. Uh, I am. Pisces, I'm sorry. What? You're a Pisces. Wait. Yeah. We I haven't am even Pisces. talked about Brandon behind the board. Oh, hey guys. We have so many introductions today. Are you a Pisces, Brandon? I am. Oh. Whoa. Yeah. We, I mean, all, you just like we, sniffed, sniffed them out. Is that how you figured that out? <laughs> yeah. It's certainly not because I've known him for ten years. Oh, okay. No, no, it's a sniffing. Pisces can smell other Pisces in the water. That's yeah. It's our gift. <laughs> yes. okay. All right, uh, back to you, Jeff. So you are a Pisces. Uh, I am I am a Pisces, uh, which means I was born in March. If you don't know what that means. Uh, I am, I, I'm 36 years old. I, uh, my wife and I live, live in town, which is Columbus, Ohio. If you're a 
a uh, international listener. Thank you for recognizing those. Yeah, I um, I'm a musician. I am a proud father of three kids under Aww. five. Yep, sleep is optional uh, <laughs> at my house at any given moment. So, uh, yeah, that's me. I'm a. a did I say I was a musician? Yeah. Uh huh. So. Okay. Yep. Sure did. And a yep. dad. I'm a dad. I'm a musician and a dad. Your my kids' wife, names Donna. are? Uh, Elijah is four and a half. Abby is two and a half. And Jacob is eight months old. So adorable. Uh, they are pretty much the cutest kids on the planet. You're going to keep them. You like them. Uh, I think that's legally what I have to do. <laughs> nice. Well, <laughs> as obligations go, I think they're an okay right. one. I, yeah. Okay. So you brought essential oils. So, yes. I brought, I brought doTERRA as essential oils. My wife uses them for various things. Uh, and so I thought, why not? So I brought an oil... Uh, it is called Motivate. I believe my wife um, watered, coconut oiled it down, watered it down uh, to be a something that you can apply onto the skin. So my challenge was to apply that oil to your so, skin. For so not a challenge. Once again, these three things is about bringing something that you have had experience with or enjoy or want to enjoy with somebody else. Right. And quite frankly, I, I had been kind of dabble. <laughs> can yes. you dabble in essential oils? I, I believe uh, yes, they're there. Dabble. You know, it's peer pressure kind of stuff, but yeah. they're there. And I thought, ah, you know, I'll try this um, and have had relatively good success. You know, the, uh, <laughs> with you know, the oil. we all know about the lavender scent. You know, those kinds of things at bedtime or to make you, you know, sleepy is fine. So I decided, you know, what a fun thing to do would be to try it. Uh, try it on these three things and see what you guys think. I like it. So you were saying that your wife used them first. So what did she use them for? Um, honestly, we've been pregnant for like five years. So uh, everything, <laughs> yeah, we pains know. and aches and headaches and wow. uh, stupid husbands and those kinds of things are, yeah, I mean... And, and then you started using them, like, okay, so we're going to go ahead and talk about our experiences with it. Sure. So your experience with it is what? Like, what, what uh, do you do with it? So there was a lot of, I mean, you know, when you're pregnant, um, you have sense that you are not okay with or okay with. So a lot of, you know, trying to make uh, my wife comfortable was, was doing some some diff- various things with oils to make, to try to... Um, try to make her comfortable and you know pregnancy is rough rough business so uh trying to make her as comfortable and then so i then i just kind of you know in a pinch was like man i'm feeling really uh tired and unmotivated i don't Uh really want to get up and uh so she suggested oh you should try this motivate i'll i'll you know make you a roller so if you've never done essential oils you make you can make rollers you dilute it uh and you put a certain amount of oil and then dilute it with coconut oil we have one here at the table correct and um like so, it is a little glass bottle. Yeah, it's a little blue glass bottle. I have no idea where she gets it, but she essentially defu- dilutes the oil mm-hmm. so that coconut oil oil that I think you said right. earlier. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so yeah, you can you can get them to get you to do or feel about anything. Uh, so my mine that I was interested in and had tried for a few days maybe was the Motivate from DoTerra. Um, so yeah. So what's next? Do I tell you about my experience with it over the last? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. So, uh, to be quite honest, I just wasn't terribly impressed. I, I tried <laughs> oh, it. Wow. I tried it pretty much I everywhere. I know that. it was my thing and I'm supposed yeah. to like it. Maybe. I don't know, but, uh, <laughs> it was pretty mediocre, lackluster at best. Uh, I do think that some of them are okay, but this one, you know, I, we applied it, you applied it to your, uh, wrists and kind of I, pl- I rolled a little bit on my wrist and rubbed it together. Uh, I tried that for a couple of days. It was nothing, nothing. So then I it was like temple, and so I'll, you know I put it kind of on your temple and still nothing. Um, tried both. 
Uh, the smell was nice. And oh, I do you like the smell. The only smell thing nice. I know, truthfully, the only thing I knew about until about 10 minutes ago when I looked it up on the Googles, uh, that I just knew the word motivate. Like that's what it was supposed to motivate, motivate me. And it, um, quite frankly, did not motivate me. <laughs> did we also do, do the motivate? It. Yes, every yeah, all of us did okay. the same. Um, yeah, uh, I kind of liked it. I didn't know it was supposed to motivate me. Um, I talked to Chris shortly about it. Um, I didn't do any outside research. He just mentioned that um, it was kind of for to ease anxiety. Basically, yeah. I think when you and I, which talked is the opposite about, of motivate. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought we talked about it being like stress relieving or relaxing. I don't believe that's a thing. I may have made that up. I'm pretty sure you did, but which makes for a great. A I better feel like it might have done that. I think did like, it. I Good. felt less anxious. I do get anxiety, um, so I, I I did feel less anxious when after I put it on my wrist. So, so how obviously. did you you put it on your wrist? I did. And did you um, did you go roller to skin? Yeah. Or roller to finger to skin or to wrist. I did roller to wrist on okay. both wrists. D- direct. I didn't like rub them together or anything. Uh, okay. But I just, because everything I knew about it was from you. And you said, just put it on your wrist or your temples. So I just oh, kind of. Oh, God. Jeff, sorry if I have <laughs> to telephone this <laughs> no, entire thing. No, but I thing. feel like I would. I would sorry, con- doTERRA. <laughs> I would continue to use it, though. Really? Yeah. Why is that? I don't know how much that like vial would cost. But if it wasn't too expensive, I would probably buy more. So, so what do you like about it? I just felt less anxious. It seemed like it worked. Really? Yeah, and I like the smell as well. Yeah. So, um, okay. So it, you well, you texted me something during the week that we had this. Yeah. So the the very first day I put it on, I think I put on too much because I was getting kind of loopy, like and forgetful. Yeah. Um, but you think that was so? That so was, I don't know if that's a thing. I don't know if you could use too much of this or. Well, overdose. apparently, apparently you can. <laughs> um, but that first day, or maybe because of the first time I used it, um, I just felt kind of out of it yeah yeah that's crazy hmm. um so i did the same thing i think every day for at least a week i did the um the wrists and the temple and it's it smelled very very nice yeah yeah um, i agree i i totally yeah. enjoyed this and i guess for maybe a, a hot second i would feel something wriggling wriggling through the old bones <laughs> Um, I wish you could see his shoulder movements at home. Well, that is, they wriggled. That's for our video they, viewers. They, they wriggled um, and squiggled. If you're if you're a Patreon subscriber, you can get the video version. Um, but no, like so. I, then I would drive to work, and then I didn't know I had it on anymore. And I don't work yes. alone. But I thought, I thought this was an interesting cologne replacement, kind of. Did anyone comment on your smell? Uh, no, 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 no. no um, they normally yeah. do. So maybe this was yeah. an improvement. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was like, oh, it's an interesting natural cologne replacement because it was like a more natural smell than what cologne. Cause I haven't worn cologne in yeah years. Do you guys I'm, wear cologne? I'm just a deodorant guy. Yeah, me yeah, too. I, I yeah, I cut back on cologne when I had to start paying for it. <laughs> yes, it is. It is, it's it very, is not I mean, cheap. It was like sixty bucks a Holy bottle. Cow. Yeah, if it's not going to be a gift. Yeah, yeah I, I think good. I quit using it after the one Christmas where my mom didn't buy it for me. And I was like, oh, yeah, it. yeah, this that, is it. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah sounds um, familiar. I, I didn't think it was kind of greasy. Like it was, yeah. Right. See, I felt really like I, I would put it on my wrist and it would kind of like hover yes, on top of my skin. Yes. But I didn't notice. I didn't notice the feeling of it on my skin for more than just a few minutes. Which I, I agree. Say, yeah. I expected to feel oily all day long, and Wait, I didn't. So you didn't use it on your temples, or you did? Not at all. No, just my you wrist. did though, Jeff. Yeah. Yes. Do you go yeah. roller to temple or roller to finger to temple? Uh, <laughs> I, even longer, uh, roller <laughs> to wrist to finger to temple. 
Okay. You probably I lost put, put a chunk, <laughs> put a floating <laughs> well, chunk on my wrist. I man. only ask for research purposes, obviously. Sure. And for fidelity, but um, the I went I went direct roller to to temple, and that was a lot. That was a lot of oil on my on my temples. <laughs> I felt very greasy, dripping, and I have sensitive. Right? I have very sensitive skin for our listeners, <laughs> and I, I didn't feel very good putting that greasy thing on my skin on my face. So can I read? Interesting. Uh, I, this is the first time, literally, like twenty minutes ago. Uh, I read the actual definition of what this motivate Ooh, plan is supposed I, to be from yeah, the interwebs. This. this is a research-based uh, so podcast. Doterra yes. motivate again. Sorry, Doterra. Uh, feelings of confidence and courage will replace negative emotions like guilt and pessimism. Wow! With the Doterra motivate encouraging blend of mint and citrus essential oils. That now, is a an ambitious essential oil well yeah. and and the title motivate and that paragraph don't seem to match to me and so no. when i read that i was originally like well that was totally yeah. off and now i'm thinking it didn't motivate me but i didn't feel pessimistic for for how long after you put it on your yeah, how long is it supposed to last for, is there like a uh a i i don't you know honestly i don't have the bottle with me my Man, did i not feel pessimistic this week i don't know if you don't know maybe not maybe not yeah. Yeah, I I, that's that's what the really strange part is. I told well, I told Chris motivate. Yeah, and so you and I have well, that no. in our heads. I think it's, a, it's just a bad name. Yeah. Yes. Like if, yeah, if you so went in with getting... different expectations, you might maybe maybe like. Well, it more. this kind of got me thinking about the whole like, do you quote unquote believe in this stuff? Like, do you believe an oil can make you motivated or any kind of scent can really change your mood? Like, or uh, last summer. I was in, um, I was on vacation in New Orleans with Brandon and our wives made us both get, um, palm readings and you and I were extremely negative about them. And me, especially, I was like, these things are fake. Like they're, they're taking your money. And I just don't believe that somebody can look at your hand and believe what's going to happen to you. And I, I, the oil thing, I know they're very different, but the oil thing, the oil thing to me, maybe it is like a, a sense of you're being cheated. Like, yeah, they can put any emotion on that oil bottle, and you you might think it's true, but just just like because of some weird psychology. Well, it's almost thing. hoping for. Does it, that right? make sense? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I I really hope because honestly I I was I was feeling unmotivated, sure. and so I wanted to be motivated, and so I was hopeful that I would be motivated. But kind of like you, I just kind of forgot I was there. So do, do we think these things are real? I think so. Why? Uh, I think so. Like you said, do scents cause you to feel a certain way? Yes. Have you ever walked into a kitchen with fresh cinnamon rolls okay. and not smiled? So do you think a scent or an oil can change your behavior? I can. I uh, Can I chime in? Sorry. Please. I totally interrupted you. We uh, talked about this, Jeff, before I, the podcast. Oh, I'm terrible at this. Uh, I, I honestly think that the scent can change your frame of mind. Yeah. Which then, I think it's more about your mood than your behavior. Then gets to the behavior. But your mood can affect your behavior. I uh, I mean yeah like I said I I think it kind of worked on me really like it wasn't like you know overwhelming or super powerful but I feel like it did make a little effect on my behavior or and maybe that is my pessimism <laughs> in that I don't think any of these things I don't know I, I guess I have a weird um, disbelief or I don't trust it's like oh this this oil is gonna make you motivated for the day it's like probably not. I mean, I didn't I really <laughs> think it was going to do anything, but it. I guess part of me always thinks with palm readings and these inspirational oils, if they did work, we'd all know about it, and they would be, they would they would be a billion dollars a thing of oil. 
because if an oil could make you a better person, you would you would pay how much money for that thing that hundred percent worked. And I, to me, I think the difference is a subtle difference ver- versus something that completely yeah. make you go from a Debbie. It was down very to, subtle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. Very subtle. But I mean, honestly, I I can't say that I didn't necessarily feel the effects. But who knows? Yeah. Okay. So um, essential oils on on your skin, on on your temples, and your wrists. Uh, Jeff, would you continue to use essential oils? Uh, this particular one, no, I would, I would be willing to, to dabble in various you, you dabble twice now. I'm emotional gonna go ahead and put instabilities a, I have that need fixing. Put you on a, da- uh, a dabble diet. But I, I would podcast. dabble in it. I don't think that I would, I would hang my hat on something changing my behavior. Casey. Um, I will use the rest of this vial. I don't know if I'll go. Which could last for a long time, I think. It seems like it, yeah. I mean, you're really committing to a lot of oil. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to be an everyday thing, but if I see it or I think of it, I might use it, but I'm not going to. Oh, that was the thing I forgot one day. Well, that's why it didn't work. (laughs) How did you feel on that day? Not whatever, not motivated. See, there you go. (laughs) doTERRA, please just use that spot. Um, I agree. I like the smell of it, and I like... um, Yeah, would you use it just for the smell? Man, I don't know. Yeah, you know, once I quit using it, I did kind of miss it, and I was like, "Oh, I did like doing that." I mean, might you keep using it just for the cologne? Um, well, um, this is a kind of behind the pod stuff here, um, but Jeff is going to let you and Casey and I keep the oil. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I think I mean, if I had to go buy it, I don't know if I would do that. Yeah, I would never think to go out and buy. But now it. Now that Jeff has very graciously given us this oil, I I do think I will keep using it. Yeah. Same. All right, let's move on to the next thing. Casey, what is your thing for this week? So I suggested um, we all do uh, each day one set of as many push-ups as we can. And uh, the idea was just to see how many you did on the first day and how many you could do on the last day. So it's not a competition. No, not at all. Not a challenge. Yeah, I don't, even, I don't care about what the numbers are. That's right. You could do. Just, we don't care about that. Just the difference. I like that about that. Yeah. yeah. That's great. That's a good way to phrase this so that if we all were to say maybe say the numbers we've done, nobody would feel inadequate. Exactly. Yeah, if you were the person... Because maybe, we all know that I would be feeling inadequate. I'm just, I'm just saying, <laughs> no one should feel inadequate. And if any of our guests tried this thing and weren't able to reach some kind of number, they should feel okay about that. Correct, yeah. Which we do encourage. You know, uh, when you hear the, the things in the next podcast, try them out and talk and like talk about them with us and email us at threethingspodcast at gmail.com. So, Casey... And what was your motivation behind doing this? Like, uh, is it torture or? No, no. I was just trying to think of something to bring to the podcast. Um, I do push-ups all the time. Uh-huh. Uh, and I remember when I was starting out doing it, um, it was pretty easy to advance each day. Is that, and you tried that and that's kind of what you made you like suggest those things because you had had some kind of success with the thing. Yeah. I kind of want to see that if that was the way it was for everyone else. Yeah. Um, um, so... Uh, Casey, talk about, so you did this, so has this been, in, so we, we've been off for a few weeks. Yes. So how long did you do this in a row? How many days? Uh, about two weeks. Okay. Yeah. And what happened? Um, I was able to do more, probably about 10 more than when the, you know, 14 days later after I started. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I jumped about by a 10. Okay. Roughly. So a couple days I could do a little less, but ultimately it was. Probably so what is your general like workouts, like. Like, how active are you generally, and did this change that during that week? No, I still did this. So I have a goal every day to do uh, 100 push-ups, 
So I just did the, continued to do that. So however many I did, whatever the remainder was between 100 and my first set, I would just finish that out. So this fit pretty well within your routine already. Yeah, I didn't yeah. really adjust nice. much. Cool. It was like a lazy week for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what that means, Casey. Um, the tone, I don't appreciate. <laughs> Jeff, how was your push-up <laughs> experience this week? Uh, <laughs> you know, I was. This was the one I was most worried about, and the one that didn't stress me out as much as. as oh, so, yeah, so putting others. essential oils, you would say maybe less of a, of less a stressful, of an act but, than push-ups. But our next one was more stressful, so it was hard to <laughs> hard to hard to do. I uh, I have I continue to try to be active, but uh, I I struggle with with uh, doing the weekly exercise. Well, we should we should we to. should refer back to your three kids that you mentioned. <laughs> Right, I mean, I, I, okay, so I'm 36, I have four, <laughs> three kids under yeah. five, and yeah. I've been rocking the dad bod for like yeah. a solid 25 <laughs> years, so. I mean, three kids, you've earned it. <laughs> yes, yes. They, they they are the only problem. <laughs> um, sarcasm. Uh, so, so push-ups. So push-ups, yeah. So uh, I had a hard time doing it for seven full days. I would do like three and then miss a day. I would do like two and then miss two days, but then I do like four in a row, like four days. So, I mean, I probably did a total of about 12 days, but it's been over three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Um, but I did know that I was surprised that I could do one or two more most days. Some days yeah. I would step back, but I was surprised that it was a steady, you know, number growth, um, that I wasn't expecting. And again, coming from having probably not tried to do a push-up uh for a while yeah so um just because that's just even when i when i am able to work out a push-up is not my first go well you have done the t25 workouts yes and so have i yes i mean i've dabbled in just about anything that'll make you you know well a little better a little healthier <laughs> yeah yeah so 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 um like my activity meter is very very throughout the end the year like they're at the winter, I'm not that active, but spring comes around, I'm like, oh, I gotta get in shape. Sure. So I have been doing a fairly regular T25 workout and also training for the race that you, Casey and I, are half and half training. You're training a lot. I'm training a little bit. Uh, are there push-ups in the T25? Uh, yeah, ex- that's yeah, exactly. So it was it was a weird thing to incorporate. So like some days I would start doing a T25 workout, which is fairly high interval, like um, squats, burpees, sprints, that kind of stuff, and then. I would do that and then be like, oh, crap. I also have to do push-ups. <laughs> so, oh, so then I would do them. So I feel like my experience wasn't um, as honest. Like, so whenever I would do them, be like, oh, I just ran or I had just done a little workout thing. And it was, like, oh, it was like another thing. Yeah. However, I'm really happy to hear you guys say you saw some progress because I also saw some progress. Like, I did not see like, a leap. Yes. And I think every day I would try to do them, I would feel like, oh, like I'm gonna do five more today, and then I would get to a few more, and I'd be like, oh, five more is a lot <laughs> for, for today. Yeah, yeah. And I also feel like I have not been that good at push-ups. Like, I'm always questioning. Have you ever had somebody watch you do a push-up? Uh, I yeah. So. I mean, that was a college roommate thing. Yeah. I I was roommates in college with somebody that worked out quite a bit, and push-ups were a thing that he did like all the time minute to minute it seemed to me so having him watch you like to be judging you about the you know the distance from the floor to your nose much your butt like where's your butt during right where's your butt what yeah. why aren't you why 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 is there not a flat plane between yes you know your shoulders yeah. your, your butt and your 
it's a lot to feet. think about like while you're doing it like yeah you know where your butt is where you're and i'm sure my 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 push-up form over the last 12 days not consecutive was <laughs> impeccable and you can trust me because there's unfortunately no video we lost that oh it's gone forever yeah, in the yeah. Fire. it burned up because yes. you, you were taking the video on a video camera with film yes yes um yeah like i feel like if anybody watches me do a push-up they laugh which oh, probably, absolutely which i don't think is a good sign. I, yeah it no, could I be like a bloopers it. reel for me <laughs> yeah I don't think I'm doing push-ups right half the time, so I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I did see an improvement. Not as great as I thought I would. Um, but yeah, push-ups are hard. <laughs> it's a weird thing. Yeah, it is. Uh, and there was, there was a lot of guilt about not doing it. Yes. Because I feel like I told essentially a, a, a group of four or five people that I was going to do something, yeah. and then I would miss a day, and I, I would feel almost some guilt. So so I think that's good. I think I... I I think yeah, I, that's maybe I feel a, I, like I need to be more guilty about being more active. So. Well, is that a podcast thing? Like that's one thing I'm like just get, get yeah. Because like, you feel like you promised us something or you owe us something. Yeah, but yeah. If, if it wasn't for the podcast, but do you think you would still feel that way? Well, yeah, honestly, I've never I never podcasted before, so I didn't know what you were going to ask <laughs> or yeah. do, or yeah. if I even received the same message because there was one messenger and you know. So yeah, I, yeah, I it was. Maybe, maybe. Well, I like Casey's question. So, do you think would you do something like this again? Like, would you do a push-up challenge or incorporating push-ups generally? Like, would you would you do this thing again? Uh, I would do something similar to it because I think there's a lot of there's a lot of value in doing something that strengthens you every day, no matter what it is and how little it is. Because again, That's going deep. back to the three kids thing, I don't have a lot of time on my hands yeah. that I feel like I want, you know, I want to give to myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so finding something that I could do for a short time, you know, a certain amount of push-ups, maybe that and something else, or, you know, I don't know. I, I found myself motivated to be, be like, Oh, maybe what if I did just a few push-ups and then also did this thing that doesn't require weights or a whole lot of time every day, what would happen? That's a great point. Like, like daydreaming almost. I think we've all felt where we we have been like not very active. It's like, oh man, I've not been anything. Look, what's what's wrong with me? But and you're right, like a few push-ups even makes you feel that much better. It does. I yeah. think that's a really good point, Casey. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I mean, part you're, of the reason you're I the push-up. What master? Well, I don't. Know. I was trying to think of a P word that would make it alliterative. Push-up Padawan. Which is the opposite of a master. Push-up prince. Prince. Push-up prince. Yeah, push-up prince. All right, I like it. Yeah. Thank you, Brandon. That's why you're here. Um, but one of the reasons I picked it was because I feel like it wouldn't take too much time out of your day. If you're just doing one set. Um, yeah, but yeah, I feel after I do my pushups, I just f- kind of feel better. Maybe a little more confident. Um, maybe that's the essential oils. I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> yeah. I mean, that must be the doTERRA. Yeah. We had a pretty nice essential week oils. with these pushups and oils motivating us. Yeah. And I think our next thing will also motivate us. And that is making a summer playlist. So we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about making a summer playlist. Stay with us. And now we'd like to take a minute to thank our sponsors. These three things is brought to you by Anchor without whom the show would not be possible. Check them out at anchor.fm. Also by oil, the most versatile liquid known to man. You can cook with it, you can put it on your skin, or you can put it in your car. It's amazing. And finally, by music. Need I say more? Let's get back to the show. 
The final thing of these three things this week is my thing that I brought, and that is making a summer playlist. Um, so uh, I, I love making playlists. I don't know what it is. I like making playlists for parties, for the summer. Every summer, I do make a playlist like that we can play the every cookout that we have. And I also I think it's a fun thing. I mean, maybe this will lead into something later, but like. Having a song of the summer is a really fun thing. And I think maybe more so than any other time of the year, songs remind you of summer. Yeah. And I, I don't want to, uh, like, preemptively um, spoil anything, but I think it's hard to pick your favorite summer songs. It is. It was hard to pick just ten songs that I wanted on one list. Yeah. yeah. So we each chose ten songs. And one little stipulation that I gave was that you – the, the word summer couldn't be in it. So I picked 10 summer songs that didn't have the word summer in it. And I would say one reason I did that is because for me, this idea of a summer song is a bit more nuanced than just having the word summer in it. Does that make sense? Yes. Uh, yeah. There is a characteristic to a summer song that is worth talking about. Um, so that was the thing. Jeff, you made a summer playlist. Uh, I did. How did that go? Okay. Uh, so he, the I, I'm a musician by by trade uh, and by profession. So I, I it was a strange, it was a strange situation for me. I'm not gonna lie. Why is that? Um, because I essentially make playlists. Every concert that I do is essentially a playlist. So uh -huh. I make playlists of a very specific genre or two in my case genres of music and so so you well so you're you're mainly familiar like your work is in choral music and religious music correct and and so that music consumes your life uh, i mean yeah when you do it for a living you do it for a living and so when i am working most of my day on a on a couple genres of music i don't often pay attention to the music that is in the background. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, I'm intentional about picking the channel or picking the, you know, the station or picking the whatever, but I don't often pay attention to it. So like you would say, you're not very familiar with quote unquote popular music. Um, I, uh, uh, yes and no. Yes. Yes. I'm not very familiar with it. Whereas I can't really talk about it. I don't know who artists are, what they sing or play or do, but I, I was surprised to know that a, some of the songs that were suggested when I kind of threw it out there to them, some of the masses, some of the songs that were suggested, I actually did know, which made me actually feel like I might be a normal human okay. at some point. <laughs> so talk about how you made the playlist. So uh, I, uh, this was the hardest one for me. Uh, Push-ups, oil's fine, but ask me to make a summer playlist. And it is like stress because again, this is what I do. So um, I kind of reached out to everybody I knew other than other than my friends that were doing the podcast. Right. And so uh, I reached out to everybody. I reached out to my students. I reached out to colleagues. I reached out to my wife, who is also a classical musician, who was no <laughs> help. Uh, so, like, I, I mean, I reached <laughs> oh, out to uh, side story. How did your wife pick your uh, I know the story. You picked your song at your wedding by doing what? 
<laughs> I'm not sure I know this story. You Googled best wedding songs. <laughs> oh, we definitely. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, that is just something so natural for us. Yeah. We Googled best wedding songs and did the 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 scientific music yes. related uh, research yeah. to find out what the best wedding songs. Wow. We did pick one that was was off the beaten path, but definitely scientifically on that list. Dr- driven. <laughs> Uh, right. I, I think that really encapsulates like your very unique relationship with music. Like, yeah, your, I think your about life that is a surrounded lot. by music. However, song like songs aren't like popular songs aren't a thing that is really in your. Yeah. No. I. Uh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's cool. So making the playlist was not easy. Uh, it was tricky. So I. I mean, I threw it out. I threw it out to as many students as I could. I. I kind of talked to as many people as I could, coworkers and friends. And kind of ask them for suggestions, and then I listened the heck out of some music. Yeah, uh, how I was that? To honestly, and, and how did you do that? When I started, I just went into autopilot, like this is what I do, and so I just kind of went with it, and I I do what I normally do, and anything follow any bunny path I can. Look up an artist, follow their bunny path to oh this this artist is somehow. What do you mean bunny them. path? Like rabbit hole. Yes. Yeah. I mean, just follow, just kind of listen to something. And then if I see something on the screen, you know, if I'm on YouTube or whatever, I'm looking at the screen, I'm like, oh, this was suggested for that. And so I would kind of move into different things. So I followed as many things as I could. I literally went into YouTube and said, summer playlist 2018. So this was like in the car, at work? Uh, just kind of in free time as I could. Okay. Mostly on my phone. Wasn't like sitting, sitting at my work computer, more of like, I have 10 minutes to kill. Yeah. And, you know. Um, but I, I was able to listen to a lot of things and, and honestly kind of hone in what I like and don't like, uh, Man. in music. So that was I, a process. It, truly it started as like, Oh my gosh, this is going to be awful. And it ended for me like, this is fun. And now I have two, yes, I do say two playlists cause I had to have a first round and a second Man. round because this is what I do. So my first round had 52 songs in it. Oh my gosh. And then I narrowed it down to 10. So that's awesome. Yeah. So give us your top 10 Give us your 10 songs that are in your summer playlist. Okay. Uh, so these are in no apparent order. They're not um, – I, I did not put them in an order, which, again, the philosophy of it, I wasn't sure. My wife Donna mentioned, like, is this supposed to be an actual, like – Top 10? specific top 10, mm. or is it supposed to be in a specific order? Um, well, I mean, I think that, that is how is you make a, a playlist. Like, how do you make playlists? Like, I make playlists, random order, then shuffle them. Interesting. Same, yeah. Is that what you do too? Yeah, absolutely. And see, we we were thinking of telling a story. Whoa! Of course you were. And so, because I picked some originally on the my first fifty two choices that I had kind of pulled out of the air, um, there were some that were slower. And then I found that okay, that's not summery to me because it's not slow. But slow, like slow and bluesy, at ten o'clock at night, sitting on your back patio watching fireflies feels pretty good yes so then then that that prompted the discussion with donna and i do we need to consider time of day or in a specific wow. order yeah i ended on for lack of time not putting them in any specific order so here we go so this is jeff's top 10 or this is jeff's summer playlist it's jeff's summer playlist yeah. um uh, i'm gonna stop saying top 10 i promise uh my first one uh would be one that was kind of a something that just kind of brought up some nostalgia wagon wheel um i like the old crow medicine show version of wagon wheel um that is uh my wife and i's kind of call song like we 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 heard that song we both love that song so uh wagon wheel darius rucker i would be 
it does a, a pretty famous rendition of it, but I, oh, I prefer the older. Those are two different songs. But it's a cover? Wagon yeah, it's a Wheel. Cover, yeah, it's a I cover. I had no idea. I believe Dylan, it's. Dylan, I think, originally did it. Uh, I'm not... Wait, is the song we're playing right now Wagon Wheel? No. no. Okay, what song is this? Uh, so this would probably be my second. Whoa. My second. Um, you, who is? I, I know who this is. Go ahead, Jeff. Uh, this is Shawn Mendes. Yes. Um, no, 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 it's Ross. not. No. This is Leon Bridges. This is Leon Bridges. Yes. That was Leon Bridges. Yeah. Yeah. This is off his new, new album. Sound. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So Leon Bridges, and again, this is <laughs> this kind of shows you where we're at. Uh, Leon Bridges, I actually heard of from Chris uh-huh. from a Three Things podcast, hmm. and like you tell oh your listeners, gosh. hey, try some of these things, and he kept yeah. saying Leon Bridges, Leon Bridges, Leon Bridges, yeah. and so then I tried Leon Bridges, and I listened to a lot of Leon Bridges that brought me to like the 1950s and 60s, uh, but this song, yes. it feels good. Uh, feels <laughs> I, I hate to so, say it, but so, it does feel good. So real quick, you had Wagon Wheel by Wagon Wheel. Uh, my version was Old Crow Medicine Show. Okay. Darius Rucker. Second from song. Uh, y- if it feels good, by Leon uh, Bridges. By Leon Bridges. Okay. And that song is on my regular summer playlist for this year. Spoiler alert! It's really good. Okay. Uh, my next song I would say would be uh, probably House of Gold. Twenty One Pilots. Mm. Um, I don't know a whole lot of. 21 Pilots stuff, but again, we kind of <laughs> alluded yeah. to it earlier. Like everybody likes to talk about when 21 Pilots came to their house in Ohio, <laughs> and we now were friends once. Um, so, House of Gold by 21 Pilots, um, Hey Now by Matt and Kim. If you don't know who Matt and Kim is, it's really they're pretty great. I've seen them uh, live, that, which is again, yeah. this is another you know hat tip to my wife. But that was the first concert that she and I saw uh, together. Yeah, and uh, awesome. it was really fun. And honestly, I. Again, going back to the musician thing, don't see a whole lot of popular kind of concerts. I, I do mostly the classical thing or the church thing. So uh, seeing somebody like Matt and Kim it live was pretty, pretty cool. Okay, what so else? Do you, you want me to keep going? Keep going, yeah. Give, give um, it a uh, so I, I talked about it earlier, the there's there's nothing holding you back, Sean Mendez. That honestly one is one I didn't know that I knew, but I had, had heard a ton. And um, I don't necessarily... Again, for for me, a summer plays is a tempo, and it's how it how it makes me groove. Yeah. Ooh, what if do you, you mean? Will. So it's well, I I think there's a certain speed that is kind of appropriate for something summer because I try to envision myself, you know, sitting on the patio, which I don't do very often, or painting my deck, which I'm going to do next week, Ooh, or good luck. you know, hanging out with my kids and outside, you know, family outside. So like, I try to. That's interesting. How is this going to make me feel when I'm doing that? If it makes me paint slower or play <laughs> slower i'm you know so um uh that was one the sean mendez there's nothing holding you back made me think of that there were two justin timberlake ones uh one uh can't stop the feeling you just can't you can't stop you it. just can't stop that you, you want yeah. to so hard <laughs> i mean i i hate to say it it's very uh, another one justin timberlake yeah. is a big thing and interestingly enough <laughs> i was running out. my I, yeah i heard i i don't know have you guys heard of him uh, no, honestly, but, uh, uh, so I, I ran by my playlist, uh, to another musician friend of mine and I said, say something, which, which was on my, made my playlist, uh, which is the Justin Timberlake. And he oh, said that's his newest new. song. Yes. Right. Exactly. And I, I didn't know that. With I Chris didn't Stapleton, look up. Which I think was on a grab bag one week. Maybe not. 
Maybe. But we are big Chris Stapleton fans yeah. on these three things. The say something I was I listened to it first, uh, and then because I did a lot of my research on YouTube, and then I looked at the video and video is cool. Justin Timberlake is. I mean, he's it's like all in one shot, which is really cool. Yeah, and like the choreography is crazy. Yeah, yeah, through in a huge building, like a warehouse instrument. kind of thing. Yeah, it's yeah. just very cool. Um, so that would be one. Moves like Jagger, you know. I say that, and you sung it in your head. You know, you did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. So that's uh, Uptown Funk because why not? Uh, Bruno why Mars. not? Because it's Mars. really fun. Yep. And the one I'm honestly most proud of finding, uh, thanks to my friend Eric uh, that I work with. Um, is you go down south by Lake Street Dive. Have you heard of Lake Street Dive? I have not. Is this we're playing right now? Okay. Yes. So Eric, you work with Eric, and you asked him about a summer song. I asked him some bands that he would suggest. He has a really cool taste. He's a jazz musician, um, so he has some really cool taste. And um, what? So I, I do kind of like this. Yeah, it's really wow. Oh wow! Lake Street Dive is solid. There are a lot, like four of their songs are on my my original. I've never heard of this. They are real good. Man, I like it. Yeah, Lake Street Uh, Drive. Yeah, it's Dive. Dive. Yeah, yeah, Dive. Lake Street Dive. So this is you go down smooth. It's probably their most popular, which is why I picked it because I knew most people probably not know it. But really, really cool band. Probably my most favorite find of of the adventure of putting together a playlist awesome so casey tell us about your summer playlist uh so this is hard for me oh why is that uh just picking 10 songs i feel like to represent songs i like to listen to during the summer i know i took it very seriously um so So you would say you have a lot of songs that remind you of summer or that you consider a good yeah so i Basically, I just thought of like up-tempo songs that I really enjoy because I don't like a lot. I, I like to listen to kind of slower, mellow stuff. In your regular music consumption. Yes. So picking, um, when I think of a summer playlist, I just thought of up-tempo songs. Um, that you already enjoy. Yeah. Not necessarily like made me think of summer, but they were upbeat. Um, so it was tough. It, my, my list changed probably... Five or six times from really? the original draft, yeah. So what was your process behind making the playlist? So uh, first I just I th- kind of thought of bands that made me think of Summer. Oh, okay. So then once I settled on a few bands, I would think of, you know, what song of theirs most made me think of. So what were those bands? Uh, well, I'll tell you. Is that, that going to be a spoiler to the, the list? Well, I guess the best way is just to go to my list and let you know what they are. Okay. Um, so the first one on here is a bad start but it's oasis okay yeah uh don't look back in anger oh uh it's the only oasis song i do like <laughs> that's a um, great song but it's, i think it's fantastic what about wonderwall i'm oh. not a fan i don't know why i just don't it, like it. this don't, the whiny voice just doesn't do it no <laughs> but don't look back in anger makes me think more of like the beatles and so i agree really that's also that. a good rock band song yeah 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 100 um next we have your boys uh weezer Yes, love Weezer. Oh, love With Weezer. Uh, Buddy Holly. Oh, oh that, was um, on, that was on my 52. That's a great yeah. song. Yeah. That's like, um, actually a very good summer song. And there's they probably have a few. There's like four Weezer songs I could have picked. I went back and forth, honestly, yeah. and I ended up with Buddy Holly. So, Island in the Sun. Island in the Sun, I thought. Uh, um, I, um, got Surf Rocks America. Yeah, I mean, almost all their stuff's they actually like have the a great tempo, yes. almost, anyway. So it, yeah, I mean. You can swap in anything. I think they've said, like, an inspiration for them is the Beach Boys. And they, I think they have a Beach Boys vibe. Totally yeah. yeah. And I think yeah. they have that Beach Boys Beach Boys vibe in their music, which makes yeah, like a, a modern, lot of their songs yeah, sound yeah, like I mean. a summer, 100%. I agree. 
Um, then I have, uh, from Daft Punk, I have Get Lucky, um, which is just one of my favorite upbeat dance songs. Thank you, Brandon. Um, That's that song. That is a great song. And a great song. I, I almost said I have no idea what that is, and now I, I can yeah. say I actually know what that is. It's very hard not to like. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That album came out, I think, during the summer or two. And all of us are I think like, you're, yeah. Um, this is kind of a weird one for the list, but I have uh, Black Sabbath's War Pigs. Oh. Uh, my favorite wow. song to drive to. If I'm ever driving anywhere and this comes on the radio, I am thrilled. So It's just so adrenaline pumped. I don't know. I just love it. So summer songs and driving. I think is a thing. Yeah, I, you think like your windows down. What you, is that thing? Yeah. I don't know, but it's fun. Like you're, it's sunny. Your windows are down. Good song comes on the a radio, good song, and like that reminds you of summer. Or like yeah. your friends are in the car, and you're you're taking a road trip. Or I, 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 yeah, I think driving in a summer song, those things connect very closly. Yeah. Sure, I agree. Yeah, uh, yeah, I just love the drive of that song. Um, next is also kind of a weird one. Um, not a huge fan of this guy, but Fat Boy Slim's "Praise You." Oh, that was the music oh. video with. It was like kind of shot like on a, just a camcorder. No, uh, this is before that. Oh. Um, it was shot. Spike Jones directed the video for this. Oh, nice. Um, which doesn't really matter for the playlist, but. <laughs> um, That's not how podcasts work, Casey. But a another song I'm crazy about is uh, the Beastie Boys' "Sabotage." Oh, nice. Um, I knew I wanted the Beastie Boys to be on here because they just make me think of summer. Yeah. Um, Why is that? I don't know. They're all their videos are like outside and. Summertime, um, they're kind of they're upbeat, obviously. Um, I don't know. It's just kind of one of the first things that came to my head. Um, following that, I have uh, the Killers, Mr. Brightside, um, which is one of my favorite songs from the early 2000s, late 90s. Yeah, for sure. Um, summer, I think like... it's one of the best pop best pop songs to come out in a long time. Yep. Um, uh, after that, I have Alabama Shakes, Hold On. Oh, why is that? Uh, I just knew I wanted the Alabama Shakes to be on here. Uh, they play a lot outside in the summer. They make me think of the summer. Uh, I just had to kind of decide which song. I just went with their most popular song because I just felt like it went with the rest of the list. Okay. Um, I'm a huge uh, fan of The Strokes. Um, I could have put almost any one of their songs on here. I picked Someday because it's mm. one of their more uh, popular songs of their first album. And uh, last but not least, uh, I knew also knew that I wanted uh, Beck to be on here. Uh, I went back and forth with a few songs of his. I went with one of his most recent ones called Wow. It's kind of like upbeat, hip-hop. Um, I feel like it, it just fit on the list. So Nice. Yeah. Uh, so we should say that we're going to share all of our playlists on our Instagram. So you and Jeff both have Spotify links, mm-hmm. and I'm going to have an Apple Music link. But I think no matter what service you have, you can at least see the songs through that link so you can like um then translate it to whatever music streaming service you are subscribed to um so the back thing is interesting I, I have colors unlike an all summer for this year playlist that okay. color song is super good um i, I guess I, I thought that i would be alone in picking songs based on like feeling but i think we all did that yeah yeah i definitely oh, did sure, yeah. it, it had to make me feel a certain way yeah it, it's like funny where it's like maybe it's tempo maybe it's the band itself makes you feel like summer. Maybe it's driving. Maybe it's like for me, it is always a lot of memories that I have in summers. Mm-hmm. Like for me, like it was hard to pick songs that were not. Um, I think I had a, a mix between recent songs that make me feel like this summer, or songs that have made me feel like summers in the past. Mm. And like I said, every spring, like I'm always like, oh, like what are the songs we're gonna listen to this summer? It's something I always like think about. 
Um, like one song that is not my list, but um, I like when I first heard it, I was like, oh, that is a summer 2018 song. That was Cardi B's uh, Best Life. I was like, oh, that's a song that's like cool and like smooth, and that could be a song of this summer. Um, yeah, so I had, I think, kind of a recency bias, and but I had the same thing as you guys. It was songs that make me feel a certain way. So it could be a feeling that you have when you're driving. It could be like just like the sunshine can make you feel a certain way. And Jeff, you were talking earlier about this idea of like this evening summertime feel. Like when you're out in your deck. Yeah, I mean, I, I kept envisioning myself in certain situations that I am anticipating to be in the summer as as pleasant as sitting out on the deck and as unpleasant as painting my deck in the sun. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think it's completely about feeling and mood and tempo. Yeah, and I think what was interesting about the idea of picking summer songs is how different they could be. Sure. And, like, for yeah. me, it was a memory thing. Like, oh, this song reminds me of this specific summer this song reminds me of sitting out around a fire. This song reminds me of being in the pool. So it was tough for you as well. Yeah, you? 100%. Uh, and mostly because I had all these songs. Like, So the first thing I did was like go to like a summer playlist I already made. And it was okay. like, oh, I have all these songs for this summer. But so many of those songs were recent. Um, so I think mine is a fairly even mix of um, recent songs and not recent songs. My first song is Slide, and that is with Frank Ocean and Calvin Harris. Um, it was one of my like most favorite songs the last couple years. So this was this came out last year, and it just feels like it feel like the the cover art has pink in it, and I think it just feels like I think that's a driving song. I think it's a pool song. Like, it's a tempo thing. It's everything. Yeah. Like, that sounds like a summer song for me. Yeah, again, it's all of us are moving. All yes. of us are kind yes. of... Yeah. yeah. Um, so, that was, I think that's my number one. It just came out last year, but I think that's going to be on my playlist for every single year. Uh, I'm the one by DJ Khaled uh, with Justin Bieber and Chance the Rapper. Man, that's an, also a song from last year, but holy crap. If you listen to that song and you don't envision yourself in a pool with, like, a uh, beach ball, then I don't know. I don't know who you are. Um, this is a another reason. I think this is gonna be a song of this summer, and that is "I Like It" by Cardi B. It is um, a remake, or it has, it has the sample of "I Like It Like That," but it's like Cardi B over it, and is very up tempo, very very summer, and like um, the for, for this year for sure. Uh, "Live Your Life" is a song that reminds me of like college-ish summers with Ti and Rihanna. Um, I, I, I envision like. Summer parties, once again, like being outside, being at the pool. Um, and the last one from kind of that kind of um, era is Everybody's Here by Brad Paisley. Um, I always think of country with Summertime. I bet Brandon, I think you feel the same way. Um, country, I don't listen to country. I like country because it's like kind of ingrained in my, my blood. But um, I for sure listen to more country in the summer. And Brad Paisley is my favorite country artist. And Everybody's Here is a song that is for sure what Jeff was talking about earlier about this very slow kind of like bluesy jazzy summer song that you would listen to by a fire with a beer in august i think that's another uh on top of that um anything but mine by kenny chesney is my next song i think that i think kenny chesney is a summer Mm -hmm. musical artist (laughs) like almost his music only works in the summer uh but man if you hear a a kenny chesney song in the summer uh, you're having a good time okay last three are like 90s uh, youth-inspired summer songs, and they're more like, I would say, summer party songs. The first is Montel Jordan, This Is How We Do It. 
Um, it's a good one. It's just a really yeah, good party yeah. song in general. But if that's coming on in some more playlist, yeah, yeah that's you, how we do it. You're not mad, yeah. Um, California Love by Tupac. Okay. Which are almost yeah. like having the word California and the song title with cheating. <laughs> Californication was on oh, my, my original fifty two. I can see that, yeah. California Girls with Katy Perry. Um but that's my last and my, my very last one is um Always Be My Baby by Mariah Carey. Um I mean it's like it's like that that jingle in the beginning. It's Mariah Carey on a swing. It is summer. <laughs> It is catchy, and I mean, spoiler alert, Mariah Carey was great, guys. Um, and this is, I think, my favorite Mariah Carey song, apart from the Christmas song, which is close That's the best Christmas song there is. Yeah. It is repulsive. <laughs> oh, says the music guy. Oh. Like, doo-doo-doo-done done is summer. Like a song that has doo-doo-doo-done. That is so funny. Yeah. yeah it's this, a summer song. To me, the... the... To me. The tempo is apparently so, and I, I'm realizing this as we're talking about it. The tempo is so important of a song for me. I, this is too slow, really, for a summer song. Wow. Now again, summer night, like this is a summer night in um, 1997. Yes. I was yes. Like 15. It, it was yes. slower times. Feeling <laughs> really bad about myself. <laughs> I, yeah. It maybe that's and maybe that's the problem. For me, that is like the perfect driving song. Oh, yeah. right. That song right there. Put that on, throw the windows down. Fall just... asleep at the wheel. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. The, all the way up where I'm, I'm going. So like, so I, I guess like one thing that we could end this on is like, how do we classify a summer song? Cause like you just brought up how that was too slow. I think a song could be too fast for summer. Uh, I think just like upbeat, not up tempo necessarily, but upbeat song. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Like you wouldn't pick Frank Sinatra and the wee small hours in the morning as a summer song. Probably not. <laughs> right, probably not. Yeah. Yeah. But so so Casey, to, to wrap up your experience, what makes a summer song for you? Uh just something that's positive and fun and upbeat. Okay. Yeah. Uh mine would mine would definitely be I would say tempo, how it makes me I mean groove. I I, I Ooh, don't groove dance. is a great I word. mean dance is a really huge exaggeration. The groove, uh, the groove. But groove, like how you how you feel. Um and and one I would add, uh, based on this conversation, would be um, how like what feelings does it does it pull out of me? Does it feel nostalgic? Does it because I had a lot you know thinking about my wife, thinking about my kids, thinking about being on my deck, thinking about painting my deck, thinking yep. about not having to work as much, those kind of things. Um, so I think it, a lot of it for me is also about feeling. Yeah, uh, I think I think yeah I think we're all kind of on the same page there. Tempo, feeling. I think the word groove is perfect. Yeah, because you can I have agree. a slow groove, but that is a summer groove. Mm-hmm. Or you can have a fun summer groove, but I had a BB King song. Ooh, I was talking about groove. Wow. Like I had a BB King song in my original Fifty Two. Man, that original Fifty Two sounds sounds pretty nice right now. <laughs> I have I'm no idea. Uh, blues be. are very summery. Yeah, I absolutely. Agree. Yeah, and again, that's a feeling because the summer blues. Yeah. Uh, but the groove. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a slow groove, but it's uh, it's certainly a groove. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So you can find our playlist on um, our Instagram, at 3 Things Podcast, 
We're going to post links. Um, Casey and Jeff's are going to be on Spotify. Mine's going to be on Apple Music. Um, so you can see the links to all those playlists there. And you should send us your favorite summer songs. Mm-hmm. And we can talk about them on the next podcast. Our email is 3 Podcast at gmail.com. Okay, we're taking a quick break. We're going to wrap up and talk about next week's episode or the next episode, talk about our grab bags and things that we've been enjoying recently. And John's been hanging around, and he's going to talk about um, his experiences with these three things as well. Stick around. All right, so before we talk about our grab bag, um, you haven't heard him all episode, but gosh, we just can't get rid of that guy. John is quietly here. Quietly sitting by. John's been quietly sitting by. Waiting for my time. And John, you have done some of these things too. Well, I'd like to think that I exemplify like what our listeners would do. Like I got a chance to just hear what you guys were doing and then kind of pick and choose how I wanted to do them, which I, I think is a thing to do. And I didn't do the essential oils because it required purchasing essential oils. And I really couldn't. I also thought they probably weren't worthwhile. So I didn't do that one. But I did do the push-ups thing. And I misunderstood Casey, who I thought he said. I heard, yes. I thought you said, because I was in the bathroom, I think, when you said this. And I thought you said something (laughs) about. um, Both recording and uh, listening later. Do as many push-ups as you can in one day. And like you were, oh, I, I thought you were kind of saying, just do as many as you can. So I started doing them. My my kind of go-to routine is a PX90 sort of, I've kind of melded Oof. around and messed with it a little bit. Okay. And so I generally do in my routine about 635 push-up sets in a routine. So about 200. And so I'm like, okay, so I'm just going to go after it. I did 2,000 push-ups this month. Jeez. Yeah. And I'm... I, I don't know what it means. If anything, I stopped doing it because it was really painful and it didn't help much. So, but I, <laughs> how do you feel? Oh, I just told you it hurts. Yeah. I'm, I'm very sore. My elbows are sore. My shoulders are sore. Um, so that was a lot of push-ups. But so the other thing you did was, and then I also did the Spotify thing. But I don't have a Spotify account. So and again, I didn't want to go that deep into it. So I just picked about four summer songs that I liked. And I agree with Jeff. Exactly what he said was that it's about your emotion at the mm. time. Like one of mine, and don't laugh, it is, and I don't even know the name of the song, Savage Garden. Oh. Climb any mountain. Any mountain. Well, a little bit. Climb any yes. sea. Something, yeah. right? No, it's the, 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 that mountain sea. <laughs> I'm just saying. Song. You, you yeah. said don't laugh at you? <laughs> <laughs> So that song was, it was about my family going on vacation and my, my daughter was like 13 and we just played that on a loop for like 10 hours straight. So Jeff, it was like, yes, I don't really like that song, but when I hear it, it brings back this right. emotion. Right. Yeah. And as I was listening to you guys talk, I thought it was kind of, I mean, it is music. Like you guys got really excited about sure. the, what you were talking about yeah. and each thing. And I thought that was really cool. And that's what's the, what that song is for me. I don't really like it, but it just makes me think of my family and my daughter and that's kind of cool. The other one was um, I'm Not Here for a Good Time by George Strait because somebody did mention country music. Yeah. And yeah, it totally. And, and I'm with Chris. I didn't get a chance to say, but it, country music definitely has, again, that groove, I yep. keep saying. And this just makes me think of it. Right? Yeah. I, think, I think country music is a driving thing as well. Oh, definitely. Yeah. 
And J- George Strait, definitely. Yeah. Um, and you talked about a country music star, and I hate to say this, but Luke Bryan is all about summer. Mm. And that honey dripping on those shorts and all of that stuff is, it's all about kind of, it's all about summer. So Luke Bryan for sure. Uh, but my real go-to, Arthur's theme by Christopher Cross. If you get caught between the moon and New York City. Ooh, what is that? Right? Yeah. And I don't know. It just makes me think. There it is. It makes me think. And like you said, it makes me think about summer. And so it's a nostalgic thing. Yes. That's yeah. a groove, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so those are my uh, my music choices. But to so, me, is uh, so, so then we go back to, is this summer night or summer day? Oh, well, that clearly was summer night. Yeah, okay. yeah. I, I, summer night song. It was dark out for sure. I, there was I, some neon. I will see you after the show. <laughs> <laughs> Save that for these three things after dark. Oh, oh, oh. The next podcast. Which three things? Yeah. Uh, so, but like I said, I, I would like to think that listeners might do that too. Like I didn't really do what you guys did, but I kind of just heard what you were talking about and, and dabbled a little bit in it. And that was kind of fun. Just and as it. your resident musician, I will say music has an effect on you. So please pay your local musician <laughs> well. Yeah. Tip your local musician uh, that your right. favorite I mean, is that. There is no some... doubt that when you hear a song, you immediately are transported oh, to the time. Yeah, Instantly. right. Yes. Yep. I think and that's why half was, of mine were that. It was mm-hmm. so hard for us to pin down 10. Yep. You yeah. could have had 100. It was very yep. hard. Yeah. Um, okay, so the one thing we do every single week on these three things is go into our grab bag and just talk about anything that we're enjoying recently that we would want to suggest to our listeners. Uh, Casey, what is in your grab bag? So I'm going to be honest with you guys. I didn't do a whole lot of new things uh, the Aww, past few weeks. Oh, no. I'm sorry. But one thing I did do is I watched the new uh, John Mulaney special mm-hmm. on Netflix. It's Kid Gorgeous. Yeah, Kid Gorgeous. Correct. Holy I crap. I forgot the name of that. Um, I mean, I've liked him for a long time. I used to listen to him on uh, Pandora. Um, and I've seen, I guess, all of his specials, but this is... Maybe his best. Yeah, uh, I agree. I've, yeah. I've seen it, Jeff. You or uh, Brandon, you've seen it. Mm-hmm. Jeff, you have not seen it. I have not. John, you haven't seen it. No. Uh, but extremely funny. Yeah, it's fantastic. If you yes. like humor about Catholics, yeah, or Dare, the program in elementary school. This is perfect for you. Yeah. And you'll like that. Oh, like up. sliming Dare. No, like uh, the drug prevention program, not Double Dare. Oh. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> Just checking. Uh, Jeff, what is in your grab bag? Uh, I have a couple shows which uh, are not something I do normally, but uh, because of the show. Uh, Sneaky Pete is on uh, Amazon Prime. Oh, yeah. Really fun. Isn't that that guy in Shaun of the Dead? Isn't that Sneaky Pete guy? Didn't he do Shaun of the Dead? No. Are you sure? 100%. I have no idea any of those things. Javon Ribisi is in Sneaky Pete. Okay. He is Pete. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Sneaky Beat's great. The first 10 minutes I heard uh, our friend Jack say is just amazing. Uh, and I totally agree. Uh, and then the other one would be the Hulu, of course, the second season of Handmaid's Tale. Um, I, I mean, I, I tell people, if you haven't done Handmaid's Tale, you just have to prepare yourself for dark and and heavy, but amazing, amazing acting, amazing writing. Uh, yeah, if you're feeling really uh, happy and upbeat one day, just watch The Handmaid's Tale. Ever. And you will, you will even out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if you yeah, if you don't like that kind of feeling of happiness. It's pretty dark, but important. Very, uh, yeah, truly very important. Yeah, I, I've, I've watched a couple episodes of this season. And Brandon, I think you've watched a couple of this season, too. Pretty good. And my grab bag or other podcasts. We're doing a podcast right now. Um, so I thought I would talk about some podcasts I listen to um, generally that kind of got us inspired, for me anyway, inspired to do this podcast. 
Uh, one is the Slash Filmcast. That's about movies. So every week they talk about um, a movie of the week and then what they've been watching. That's the Slash Filmcast. DLC is a really fun video game podcast. Um, every week they talk about recent video games and the news and things like that. Uh, Jeff Kanata is a guy who's on both of those. Really smart guy. Uh, Decoding Westworld. We talked about, uh, I think Brandon, when his grab back one week, was Westworld, the HBO show. So Decoding Westworld, um, they talk about the show every single episode. So, like, the Tuesday after it airs on Sunday, they, like, break down every episode. And Westworld is a very confusing show. Yes. Oh, yeah. As in, I don't know what's happening on it right now. So, but an amazing cast. Oh, my. It's, oh, yeah. it's so it's well great. done. It's really fun. But it's a fun, like, so they theorize about what's going to happen. And it's like, and they don't they don't know what's going to happen. So, it's like you're watching it along with them. So, it's a really fun podcast. That's, that's decoding Westworld. Last one, Storm of Spoilers. Every single week they talk about some kind of pop culture uh, topic. So it could be Star Wars one week. It could be, and normally it lines up with a big release with a TV show or a uh, movie. So those are all the podcasts that I'm enjoying right now. John, I think you've been grabbing your bag as well, right? Oh, I got a, a bag to grab for yeah. sure. And uh, the thing that I liked was a Netflix documentary. Uh, it's about six episodes, and I'm kind of into true crime, so that's a thing. And this was Evil Genius. And I've got to say that first episode, I'm trying not to be a spoiler, but when I watched it, I was like, this only happens in the movies. This, yeah. this can't be a it's real a, thing. It's, it's unbelievable. It cannot, yeah. this, people can't do this. And so I Casey, would definitely recommend. Yes, I have. It's, yeah, I recommend as well. Yes. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, and then to go along with that, there's a podcast that I just love. And Chris, we've talked about it before. It's Last Podcast on the Left. And I cannot say enough about that. That is hilarious. Irre- irre- Can you give a, a summary of the podcast? What there they are do? three comedians that do true crime. But there is this sort of R-rated comedy involved in it that is just hysterical. And it's hard to say it's hysterical when they're talking about people being decapitated, but somehow they do it. Uh, So I would definitely recommend uh, Last Podcast on the left. Nice. Brandon, grab your bag. Uh, For me, it's the new Pusha T album, Daytona. Um, Is that a drink? No. It's a a rapper. Yes, Pusha Pusha T. (laughs) I thought you meant Daytona. Push a T in Missouri. Ooh, yeah. Oh, push a T on the rock. <laughs> push a T in lemonade. Okay, now I want to know what's in the push a T. Yeah, me I, too. I yeah. just want to know how to get there. I, no, it's, <laughs> will, will Waze tell me that? No, they will not. Um, <laughs> but the album is just so good. Um, it's only like six or seven songs. It's pretty oh, short. It's an artist. Yes. Pusha T is a rapper. His album is called Daytona. <laughs> Could you spell push a T? Yeah. <laughs> if we want to look for it in our local music store. Yes, your local media play. Yeah, that's, that's in my bag. Well, you didn't spell it. I, I'm not going to spell it. <laughs> because you can't? Yes. Push oh. a T. You can figure yes. it out. P-U-S-H-A space T. All right. Um, so next episode of these three things is going to be a very special episode. This is kind of exciting because this is the first one of its kind. And that's because in our mailbag this week, we have a message from Donna. Donna, her email is titled Topic Suggestions. She emailed in just like you can to 3 Podcast at gmail.com with suggestions, ideas. If you want to be on the podcast, email us. Um, she said, hey guys, what if you tried this topic? And her topic suggestion is to try to blow your biggest chewing gum bubble. So now we have three listener suggestions that would make playing basketball, Casey from your friend Newman, or Newman. Um, Ashley suggested playing Fortnite. Now Donna has suggested uh, trying to blow your biggest oh. chewing gum bubble. So 
<laughs> now that we have three things, I think that we can do a three things listener mailbag episode. So the next episode of three these three things, we're all going to try um, playing I, Fortnite. I, I'm just curious. What do you think like the diameter of the bubble will be? What do you, what is it like 10 inches? Are you thinking like our whole face will be gone? No. No? No. Well, I, I don't want to judge anyone's blowing capabilities right now. I, I, I think, think it should be an even playing field. Yeah. No matter what. I was getting ready to judge. So. No. How dare you? Uh, I, I believe. a place of understanding and I believe uh, with a little practice, you can blow a bubble as big as your head. That's, that, I mean, I'm just saying. So I, you're, actually, dare, you're, daring, you're double daring us I'm, right now. That's what I'm shooting for. Your head. Yes, as big as my head. So well, when you look at my... All well, that's great, John. That's no great. head, no face. Whatever you got to do, but... Ooh, I, I think you'll be... Uh, yeah, no, I, I'll keep my judgments to I'm myself. I'm just putting yes. it out there as, as a way to kind of motivate to... Try know, to, to make it the size, bubble. at least uh, the size of your head. That's a good goal. So the three things, we're all going to play some basketball. I think we're going to play horse in our friend Jack's house. Uh, we're gonna get together and play some Fortnite. Which maybe, I also think if you want to play horse with us, you should you should email us, right? Because we'll uh, tell you where we're playing. Yeah, sure. Unless you're good at basketball. The third thing is gonna be blowing the biggest chewing gum bubble that you can. Not any kind of size, goal, or challenge at all. Just do what you can. But as big as your face would be good. Just do it. Do 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 what you can. Okay. Um. So next episode, you're gonna hear all of us talking about blowing a chewing gum bubble. Uh, plans of basketball and plans of Fortnite. Thanks to our listeners' suggestions. Um, thank you all t- for listening. Thank you, Casey, and thank you, Jeff, for your first time being oh on the podcast. Oh my gosh! Thank you so much for having me on. This has been fun. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, thank you, Brandon and John, for doing all the hard work behind the scenes. Um, and uh, just wait until you hear us next time on these three things. Find us at three things podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at, at the three things podcast. See ya. Please have-